Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Henry Finn, uh, aka Star Lordy, the CEO of Oni Force. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Juju Smith Schuster, Only Force ambassador, anime gaming enthusiast, and professional football athlete. You're tuned in to the Edge of NFT, your choice for the best Web3 news and content for professionals and enthusiasts alike. Keep listening. Hey, Web3 Curious listeners, stay tuned for today's episode to learn what inspired a top NFL athlete to extend his passion for gaming and anime into a collaboration with OnlyForce. And how our guest's combination of spontaneity and creativity might lead to an epic snowball fight or a trip to Japan. Finally, why Naruto might be the best anime of all time. Welcome to the Edge of NFT, the podcast that brings you the top 1% of Web3 today and what will stand the test of time. We explore the nuts and bolts of the business side and also the human element about Web3 is changing the way we interact with the things we love. This podcast is for the dreamers, disruptors, and doers who are pumped about this ecosystem and driving where it goes next. Welcome to The Edge of NFT, the podcast created by Jeff Kelly, Ethan Jenny, and Josh Krieger, featuring a variety of top-notch guests and other hosts like myself, Richard Carthon. It's another production of Edge of Company, a quickly growing media ecosystem empowering the pioneers of Web3 tech and culture and responsible for other groundbreaking endeavors like Outer Edge LA Innovation Festival. Today's episode features Henry Finn, aka Star Lordy, who's the CEO steering Only Force, a billion-dollar brand revolutionizing NFT ownership with a prolific 15-year career in commercial film and TV production, plus a collaboration with industry giants like Nike, Samsung, and Google. Only Force pioneers cross-platform integration, envisioning a limitless digital social network. And Juju Smith-Schuster, an NFL Super Bowl champion, transcending the boundaries of sports and entertainment. As an avid anime and gaming enthusiast, he serves as an official ambassador for Crunchyroll and founded Team Diverge, the world's first athlete-led gaming entertainment and lifestyle company. With a dual legacy as an American football star and pro gamer, Juju's unique blend of, and passion for sports, anime, and gaming even made him one of the Oni Kite. Oni 4 stands at the forefront of Web3, pioneering the first anime and sideways PFP project. The billion-dollar brand envisions a future where NFT ownership transcends boundaries through cross-platform integration. We have a great show today for our listeners. Let's get started. What's going on, guys? What's, Yo, up, what's, up, what's up? up? Thanks for having us, man. This is really cool. Yeah, it's it, it's it's so exciting. Um, you know, I've been I've been looking forward to this all weekend, man. Um, having uh, having a legend like yourself on the show, and you know, before we get into uh, you know what the topic at hand is, I gotta say. I've been a huge fan of your work on the field and a diehard pass fan through thick and thin. Uh, started watching those those guys at six with my dad before the Brady era. So I've seen it all. Yeah. I mean, you I, you know, it's crazy, man. I would tell you this. I mean, since my time being here, uh, obviously playing against, uh, you know, Bill Belichick and, you know, it's funny. I've never won against him being on a opposing team. But since being here, man, uh, the Patriots fan, you guys had it very, very good for the past like 20 years. <laughs> like so many championships, so many wins. And uh it's it's really cool to be a part of a great organization. But um yeah. I think the more and more Pat fans, there's a lot more Pats fans out there than than uh, any other team, to be honest. 
I think, you know, we needed that first big win, right? And then we were chill because like, we've been waiting that for, for decades. And now like we can live with the highs and lows a little bit more, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, Pat fans have to get used to that. You guys are used to being on the high the whole time because <laughs> they're always winning. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, you know, wanted to sort of uh, start by just catching up, you know, before uh, the holidays hit, we had a chance, uh, I had a chance to join the Oni4 Fortnite community event, Web3 Strikes Back. That was super dope. Um, sponsored by Shrapnel and, um, you know, with, with you also sort of out there, you know, doing your thing and um, even saw Tom Bilyeu, Impact Theory showed up. That was cool to see him and a lot of great people on Discord. Um, but I had to cut out because eventually my girlfriend was ready to do some holiday stuff. together. <laughs> so I, I am I am curious, like, how did the kids tournament work out? Oh, that was amazing, man. Uh, honestly, it was uh, it was something that was definitely new uh, to the community. That's definitely different, uh, and it's really cool with Only Force and you know Command Line putting that together. And you know, for me to be a part of it and actually to uh, you know for the kids. And it's funny because a lot of those kids I was playing with are you know their dads obviously work uh, for Only or you know a part of the community, uh, which is really cool. And it's more interactive. I mean, to create your own map and to drop in and to just play with your with your with your sign and logo on the on like the building the side of the building like people can see it uh it, it was really cool but it was fun for a fun experience for the kids that's great okay. yeah great job henry with uh putting that together and um you know really enjoyed all the different visuals with the only four sort of Fortnite skin um like i i could tell you guys were paying attention to the finer details and, and making something fun and unique yes yeah. yes yeah you have questions about blockchain? Like, how big of a block can you chain without throwing out your back? Or, if you received that chain letter, how did you block it? And does blockchain taste better, barbecued or deep fried? <laughs> Luckily, you don't have to ponder these quandaries alone anymore, because Blockchain Training Alliance is here to answer them, and also train you in real-world blockchain issues that will impact your business's bottom line and oriented future forward along the ley lines of the most important tech humanity has perfected since harnessing atomic energy. If you're into those sorts of things, Blockchain Training Alliance is a top leader in the field, counting among its clients IBM, Microsoft, Disney, Morgan Stanley, and many more, and offering a wide array of technical and non-technical courses. Whether you're a computer neophyte training for an incredible career in this new space, or a coding expert honing your skills, Blockchain Training Alliance will help you steer your ship home safely, filled with treasure. <laughs> Arg. So hurry and sign up for the Blockchain Training Alliance course that best fits your needs at blockchaintrainingalliance.com. Use discount code EDGEOF for 50% off and start your next block today. Definitely. Awesome. Well, I want to get it kicked off uh, just leaning into your opportunity with being a country role ambassador, Juju. Um, I know that you are an avid gamer. Uh, you joined forces with only force and it, it, it seemed like a, a natural step to be part of country role. So like what parts and elements of only force approach uh resonated with you and your passion for anime and gaming i mean it kind of just makes sense right you, you talk about owning force you talk about the original anime uh, nft known for st storytelling high quality you know artwork so i mean you put that one into another where you know you look at me i'm a very creative guy i love putting myself out there i'm very passionate at what i do 
Um, and then it just kind of just goes back into, you know, their community of, you know, that cross selection of, you know, gaming and anime. Uh, as you guys can see in my, there's football right here. There's anime right there. And I have a full gaming setup in a whole different room. So like my passion just goes far beyond it. And uh, when I met Henry, uh, it was just kind of like the missing puzzle to, you know, another part of my, you know, career outside of just football itself, uh, outside of just being in a helmet and, you know, with that Patriot logo, or, you know, on my, my helmet, but it's more so like, dude, it's crazy how many kids and how many people I can reach to, and not even just kids, but, you know, all different ages of people who love, you know, anime, who love gaming, and you just put it into this one where, you know, Only Force does NFT too, and it just all helps out, you know, contributing to, you know, the direction I'm going to. Yeah, I, I also imagine there's a lot of kids that that like both gaming and sports, and and there's not a lot of like um, folks for them to look up to that to sort of embrace both both paths, right? And and yeah, I think yeah. you know there's a lot of creativity and, and competition in both both sides of it, and uh, it's an opportunity for people to see that like you know if they feel that way about what they're passionate about, they're not alone. Yes. And that's the best part. Like I was just telling Henry, like, I, I have a platform where I can tell my story, uh, you know, through through gaming, through anime, through, you know, sports and uh, all those kids. When, when we were when we were playing on that map, it kind of just it, it it was just all the mixture of everything just in one. And it was a really cool experience. Definitely. And there's one other thing I kind of want you to kind of dive into a little bit more because, you know, Team Diverge. Is, is generating a lot of excitement and you're, you're really trying to get into the esports space as well. Can you kind of give us a little bit of a sneak peek uh, into what fans can expect uh, with this clash between gaming and Web3 and, and, and how this all will blend together? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's funny, man. So I started, I started Team Diverge uh, a couple of years back. Um, as you guys can see, I love gaming. So I started my own org because I wanted to be you know, the, the forefront of, you know, athletes can actually do this and actually could lead, you know, a gaming team and, and create a, a nice team. And I took that uh, with Team Diverge. I mean, we've won, you know, countless tournaments, so many different awards. Uh, recently just won the, uh, the Call of Duty uh, Warzone uh, event um, out in London, which is really cool. But to transition that to Web3, you know, we're slowly moving into that space uh, because uh, Web2 and Web3, we want to be able to, you know, put them together and, you know, keep them moving forward um, as far as like that is the future, you know, for us. Uh, another really cool thing that we're doing too that, you know, uh, uh, we kind of, we kind of stole this from, from only for us. After we saw what they did with their event, we're kind of going back, you know, working with the same team <laughs> command line to create our own, uh, our own little map. And when, when we drop that, obviously that's going to be a huge thing for us too, but, you know, just trying to keep all that together in the line moving forward. Very cool. Very cool. And, um, you know, I guess, um, you know, you're one of the, the, the key, uh, folks on, uh, Onikai, which is, uh, you know, the roster of great collaborators like Steve Aoki, Gary, Gary V, Bobby Kim, a lot more. How does that feel? And what are the reactions you hope to evoke from your fans and the broader audience to the collaboration with Oniforce? Dude, that's uh, it's it's an unreal roster. I mean, when I saw the roster, I was like, I it felt like I was an honor to be, you know, associated with these guys. Uh, and you guys, I mean, one of the biggest guys honor is uh, Adesanya, like Israel Adesanya, like he's he is like the version of me, but in 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 what his job in, in MMA, and it's really cool because he not only that you know he 
puts it out there, but he posts it, he shows it, he shows it his fan base. And I think that's what attracts me and, and a lot of other people, uh, you know, to like guys like him. But everyone on our roster, man, is is unreal. I mean, for all my fans and the collaboration and show, uh, it's a new way for us to build an IP. And it's it's being able to take the Web 2 and the Web 3 of this generation and just, like I said, mesh it together and show them. Uh, and it's really cool because not only that, my fan base from the sports world of football, they interact with, like, you know, Steve Aoki's fans. And then I decided, but a lot of times, like, you know, I didn't know Steve Aoki was who was into anime until, you know, Only Force had, you know, posted about it. I was like, wow, like, that's really cool. So it's the collaboration is unreal. And with the technology and everything, uh, with comics, watching anime, and being able to tell your story through all that, uh, it, it just kind of, like, coincides with everything I'm doing. And, and a lot of fans will be able to do that. So, yeah. That's great. Yeah. And, and, you know, I appreciate the authenticity behind it all because the last few years have been wild when it came to celebrities jumping into the space and, and sort of, you know, you know, I'm into this, I'm into that, but they have no history yeah. with, the, with the product, right? They don't understand what they're even talking about. And, and you know, a lot of, a lot of folks um, got taken for a ride. And, and now, you know, I think at this point, what Oni Force has done and Henry came on the show and talked about this um, when he took the reins, like it, it's resetting the field for, you know, a long-term vision, like similar to a sports team. You have your building years and you have your, then you have your, you know, epic yes. achievement years and it takes time, it takes time to build. Right. And that's, and that's a cool part. And then, and with only Kai, what I, like I said, just kind of like you, you read comics, right. You watch anime, and then you go out there and you you kind of like just built your story. Uh, and, and for this, for them, they can create everything all in one, uh, which which is nice. And I'm telling you, this, the storytelling is unreal. Like I'm, I'm working on my own stuff and I can't say a whole lot, but it's, it's a it's a fun process. It's a fun process. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And I know we're going to get ready to kick into this a little bit. And, and, and to talk about that a little bit more, I want to bring up Henry. And I first want to shout out that for those who have been listening to the podcast for a while, knows that Henry's been on the show several times, uh, debuting first on episode 60 and then last year on episode. And now a brief interlude from today's show so you can get ready to wave your magic wand with Cast Magic. Our team has saved a ton of time and money using Cast Magic for our show, and the potential use cases are boundless for any company creating content. Imagine turning a single recording into a gold mine of engagement for any type of show, webinar, or other type of audio and or video content, whether it's short or long. With Cast Magic, you can save over 20 hours a week. No more tedious transcribing or brainstorming social media posts. Cast Magic does it all, generating show notes, summaries, blog posts, and even newsletters in minutes. Think of it as your content alchemist, transforming every audio or video into a treasure trove of valuable content. Want to experience the magic? Get a seven-day trial on us by going to bit.ly forward slash cast magic referral and join cast magic's vibrant slack community of over a thousand innovators don't just create cast your magic with cast magic 267 when he participated with us on outer edge uh henry welcome back and i, I want to kick off with a question around the success of web3 strikes back which occurred a couple of weeks ago you know how did you foresee this gaming endeavor amplifying only forces presence and engaging with a wider audience in the gaming community 
Word. Yeah. First of all, thank you for having me on. It's an honor to be back. I can't believe it went from 60 to over 200 in such a short time. <laughs> you guys have been turning it out. So kudos to you. Um, I mean, the Web3 Strikes Back uh, event was really special because um, there's really like a way to show the space like <clears throat> that we have a vision for what storytelling is. And a lot of times when people talk about storytelling, you know, they think mostly about like, you know, books or movies or, or comic books uh, and games. Some games have great stories. Not all games are thought of as storytelling games. But what we realize is at the end of the day, um, what we built is a way for us to get our IP out and then put the story into the map, you know, as Easter eggs and things, and then give people a chance to experience, um, uh, you know, Fortnite in a different way because it's like they're seeing characters on the wall right and then later those characters are going to appear on social media they're going to appear in comic books they're going to appear in other formats so then when kids are interacting with it then they're going to have opportunities to um, kind of bridge the gap between those different mediums and so that's why gaming is really important um, bringing someone like Juju on was really important for this event because you know he has a really huge audience um, but to be honest, there's a lot of people with big audiences for us. He's not only has an audience and by the way, is a great person. Like I just have to say, like, we, we always like go off of vibes and he's been just an amazing collaborator and human being. And, uh, um, that's kind of step one actually, to be honest, but also his passion and love for anime and, and gaming and storytelling. Like when you talk about anime with him, it's like, he'll go in on it. Like he, he's watched more anime than I have, you know what I mean? And so like, like, it's just, it's just great. And so like, he's the kind of person where he made our event successful because, you know, first of all, he showed the space. It's like, Hey, we have like a really legit, you know, NFL superstar and a gaming superstar coming to play with us. You know, it's like really cool. And then being able to play with like the kids that's even cooler you know like that was the part i was most looking forward to is is that part and um and so he helps amplify the message but at the end of the day the message is the same message that we're pushing out while we're working together it's about the the, the art the storytelling the anime focus on things so um yeah i mean it was just a great event overall that's dope man um let's dive into the um the the sort of art a little bit more in in the world that you've created in Fortnite. Um, I was one of the early mentors, as you know, of, of Oni4, still holding. And um, there's a lot of attributes to these players, right, uh, or to these characters. And 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 it seemed when when it first came out that they were naturally tied into some sort of gamification story. opportunity and mm -hmm. story. Um, mm -hmm. How are you? Can you give us a little bit of alpha on how you plan to sort of create a seamless and immersive experience with players and collectors alike? Like not everyone that collects Oni is going to sort of play Fortnite, right? But but clearly there's an opportunity for everyone to sort of grow the community together. So I'm curious what you have, have in store there. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, also I want to say, Josh, kudos to you because you joined the the event with using, I think you you were using Amazon Luna which was like yeah all right i was struggling like i was like, like no i respected that i was like man this guy <laughs> definitely is like you know 
nothing's going to stop him from getting participating in this event. And uh, it was really impressive. So, but, but, but uh, my was so upset because I sucked all the juice out of the internet and, and like the whole house <laughs> went cold. Except for like, I was like, look, I'm playing. I, I, I got to get on here. Like, like, don't worry about it. No, I was happy because I wasn't, I, I wasn't sure if Amazon Luna could actually run it. So I wanted, I was curious if anybody would try. So when I heard you were on that, I was like, Oh, let's go. Um, so, but uh, to answer your question, I mean, what we've done is we've implemented like a point system, which is really a reward system that ties in like leveling up, like, like a video game point system, but um, tying rewards on the back end, right? So um, really it's a platform where um, it allows participants, even if you don't play Fortnite, you could still support the event. You could, you could participate somehow, do missions and stuff, level up. Those points give you rewards. Then we bring sponsors who basically give the prizes and rewards to the community. So it really incentivizes people to, um, to participate. And that's how we really unite everyone. So even if you're not on the map playing, even if you do like a tweet about the map um, or the fact that there's an event, you could still earn points. Again, those points lead to rewards. I think the next generation or the next evolution to gaming is really like, how do you connect people together uh, more and give them incentives? Because at the end of the day, it's the people who show up that give the value, right? Like Twitch wouldn't be worth any money if people weren't showing up creating content, if people like Juju weren't showing up, you know, streaming on it, that sort of stuff. Like people bring value, whether it's big or small. Um, and I think the old model of Web2, whether it's Facebook or uh, YouTube or Google, it's like they kind of extract a lot of value from their their communities and they give like not enough back in my opinion i think you can go much further do you, and think twitch is, do you think twitch is is going a different direction or moving in the right direction i mean i know they got a lot of complaints um i think they're um from what i i think juju probably has better uh, idea too but from what i observed um they were very gaming focused in the beginning I think they tried to move away from it a little bit and become like a everything platform. And then I don't think they innovated for gamers, right? Like they didn't keep elevating the product to be like, oh, how can we make this better for gamers? And, you know, so I think there needs to be a platform for gamers where it's like it, everything is is really focused on that. Um, so I, I wouldn't, I'm not sure, to be honest with Twitch. I think kick is coming up too and they're spending a lot of money you know to get people on their platform but when i look at both of them they're kind of the same <laughs> platform and i just think like they're not really like going to that next level uh, which web3 could provide but i'm curious what juju thinks on that yeah yeah i mean uh just to pee back off what you're saying it, it so i stream on twitch and um it, it used to be just gaming now it's a little bit of everything it's a little bit uh now it's a lot of like they're catering to what, what more of what they bring in. Uh, I feel like, and like you said, like Kick is coming down to the scene, um, and, I, and they're spending a lot of money. At the same time, I also feel like you know it's what we're trying to do is make it more for the people. Like without the people, none of this is possible. None of this can none of, none of Twitch, none of Kick. It's all the people who's making it run. So uh, more so for the players versus for the company. I totally understand. I get it. It's a business decision, but like you said. Like, what brings people together is the people in the community. And, and with that being said, like, I just feel like, you know, 
that's kind of the direction I, I feel like they should go in. Uh, or, or like people like me, uh, who has a huge platform and you know, streaming on Twitch and uh, using those platforms. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, um, you know, you're hitting on sort of a key theme for, for 2024 that I keep hearing about, which is decentralized social. Um, I think it, it, it's coming. Um, there's going to be a lot more ways that folks can um, take their audiences with them and do things, engage their audiences outside of like the constraints of platform. So, and that's one, one thing that blockchain, you know, enables. So it's going to be exciting. So um, appreciate everyone's context there. Juju, just to uh, turn turn the conversation towards um, you know what we we're talking about before creativity collaboration. I'm really curious about your creative process when you're you're building this new uh, anime IP with Oni Forest. Um, you know, I, I I don't have the same history uh, with anime though. I I, I have been to um, you know Japan and and, and Tokyo and and you know, really appreciate some of the, the culture behind it. I, I am curious though, like as you're going about this collaboration, um, you know, what how what's your creative process? Um, you know, how are you shaping the narrative? What what's going through your mind based on sort of, you know, the the sort of sticking to the tradition of anime, but also trying to create something new. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we get into that, you went to Japan, dude. How was Japan? Did you love it? I, I've been twice. Um, I, it's one of my favorite countries for sure. Um, Kyoto. Well, it's um, the best. Everywhere. Yeah. So I just went recently. Uh, so after the Super Bowl, uh, like a week later, I went to Japan and I went for like a week and a half. Nice. And that was like my first experience of like being out far, you know, west that way. And I tell you, if, yo, Richard, like, Henry, you've been, right? No? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot you have it, Richard. Yeah. If you ever get a chance, bro, like that place, it's the cleanest. It's on my to do list. Yeah. Yes, it's one of the cleanest places and the nicest people. Okay. Like, quick story. I left my phone in in a taxi. An hour later, the guy brings it back to like where I was at. Like, drops <laughs> wow. it out, hands it to me. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere, any, any, anywhere else, that that for sure is not happening. Not that actually. That happened to me in Dubai this year where I, I left my phone in the taxi and five minutes later he's there. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm not yeah. in, in America. But um <laughs> but but yeah, I mean in Kyoto, for example, um you rent bikes, they don't actually give you bike locks. You could just leave your bike anywhere in the entire city and no one will ever take it. Like I've heard stories like a wallet will just stay on the ground for like a few days because because people are just so um they appreciate property rights it's in their dna right um wow. the, the respect for other people's possessions and and you know the sustainable they're so into sustainability i mean the food's amazing too um oh, yeah. i don't even get to start with the food man dude i spent so much money the first time i went this year because i saw all the uh, stores with all the anime merch and figurines and stuff like basically in japan is like anything you could want to spend money on they got like the best version of it electronics like toys games like True. clothes like, buy like a hundred dollar <laughs> apple there that it's like the best yeah, apple you've ever had dude it's, 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 it's unreal uh but no, no josh going back to your question man um yeah i'm very creative man uh, i feel like 
uh, even in social media, like myself, uh, being a very creative guy, you know, being able to just put my personality out there. Um, you know, it's hard for us when we wear a helmet. So when you're talking about, you know, anime and being creative, um, I watch so much anime. Um, I know the type of guy I am. Uh, I know the type of personality, what kind of traits I want to use. And I think the different part between me and, you know, everyone else is that, you know, I'm kind of like the forefront, you know, I'm the face. I'm actually the one, you know, putting myself out there and, and, and creating this, uh, the characteristics of the actual character, uh, the storyline, the, 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 uh, the foundation, what hooks the audience as soon as you watch the first episode. Uh, so, and it's really cool, you know, uh, working with Henry and, uh, and only Kai and, and being able to do, you know, Everything with only force. I've been you guys know Paul Jenkins, like he works, he did the Wolverines. And talking to him and just putting everything of myself, my history, my family, my personality on a paper and seeing how it comes alive is the fun part. And it's a cool part of the process because it's so creative. And then also my fan base gets a more personal uh, view of who I am as a person and putting this as an anime character and creating this uh you know, with only fours, you know, to put it out there, uh, it's really cool. I can't talk too much, you know, into depth about it, but I would just say like the cool part about it is that, you know, with my history my, and my past, you'll see a lot of that, you know, in, into this, the, the comics and into this. So, uh, are, 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 is there, are you going to have your own cameo as an anime character? Is that, is that, can you, can you share that? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll say that it, it's a, uh, it's definitely something that I've wanted to be, and uh, definitely the, yeah. the main character. We, we definitely can't reveal too much, but I could say it's definitely um, a character and a universe that's um, inspired by Juju. Um, you know, like uh, his history, his what motivates him. Um, you know, when we we're getting in these initial creative sessions, it's like. First, we just wanted to really understand who he is. And uh, I think what I'm most excited about is a lot of celebrities, when they do certain projects, like sometimes they could be tied a little too closely to like maybe like what they're known for or something. And while Juju obviously is known for football, he's known for multiple things. He's known for football, for anime, for gaming. And like, you know, he's much more than that, even more than just those things. But um, for him, it's like, because he actually knows anime and loves anime, it's like, it's just been great because he's so focused on making an anime that any kid would want to watch that if anybody saw it, even if they didn't know who he was, they would still love it. And I think that kind of purity to the form to anime itself is what's going to really shine because it's not going to be like some, I mean, the thing I can say is not going to be some anime character in a football uniform. Yeah, it's like, not for right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it's too obvious. Be too obvious. Yeah, it's too obvious. So I think you know when when we first started talking with Juju, that was one of the first things he said to me, and I, I was like, you know, that's great. I was relieved because um, for us, you know, we also come from from a very authentic standpoint, and it's like we we're not just going to make something fluff or or just to like you know, piggyback off of his career or something like that. It was like, we're building a whole new universe, which is like a whole new uh, future for, for Juju, I think, in terms of reaching global audiences. Um, Cause you know, in Asia and stuff, it's not like they're watching American football. So even if he's like an NFL superstar, it's not going to have the same reach as if he has an anime character that everybody just loves because it's a cool dope ass character, you know? 
So right. And actually, right. I want to I want to stay there just for a, a second, Henry. So Only Force mm -hmm. is doing a lot of really awesome collaborations, and obviously the, the one you have with Juju is amazing. But one of the other most recent uh, collaborations that you recently did was with uh, Tia Interactive. Uh, you had to create oh, yeah. a map, which was extremely hard, and had to get it like detailed for Only Force uh, to get the lore and everything else. Can you kind of just talk about all the work that went into that and what people can expect with it? Yeah, you know, they're um, Thea slash command line. They're, um, I mean, they're excellent partners. We referred them to Juju. He's working with them. Um, I'm sure he could speak on his experience, but they're, they come from a very high end background. So I think like if you go into UEFN, you'll see like a lot of maps and stuff where it's like the gameplay is good. It might be fun, but then like the polish is, is not really there yet. Um, but the you know thea and command line they come from a background of doing like you know really high quality uh enterprise level work for um big brands and governments and things like that so their level of execution is just next level compared to most people um so you know with only force we care about that a lot we always have high expectations in terms of our quality so that's number one but number two like they're all diehard gamers too so like uh, to be honest with the map it was really their idea on how to like how to format it how to execute it design it um we put in a lot of input on um initially in terms of our world and the story and and they really came up with a concept that we loved and so we just kind of let them run with it and and they crushed it you know like i think uh um, it's a really great partnership. They also are very well connected with Epic Games itself. So like having that type of relationship where it's like we can go to the next level with them is also really important to us. Um, so there's a lot of benefits to working with them. Um, and uh, and it's been cool seeing what they've been working on with Juju. I've been getting glimpses of it. And I feel like um, Juju knows gaming even better than we do. So I feel like he has an advantage yeah. on like. <laughs> on what he's building and his maps so yeah what about you though yeah yeah so with uh it's actually funny you say that bro like command line thea they've been nothing but love uh they're 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 the version they're, i would say they are the version of like all right only force is helping me build like my storytelling you know anime then Command Line is like helping me build like my storytelling gaming side if I want to do that. And they've been nothing but awesome, man. They're really, really cool. Like you said, they, they are able to, the artwork they're able to put up in the game, how they can change things here and there. Uh, like like Henry said, they're also gamers too, so they can relate to you, understand. Um, but yeah, I'm very, very creative. Uh, we're actually dropping out. We're dropping, we've made so far, we made two maps already. Uh, we're dropping a third map. Uh, hopefully by the end of this month and, you know, doing like a huge, huge event with, uh, with some uh, top, top athletes who play Fortnite, uh, some creators uh, uh, in the industry. So uh, they've been nothing but love, but super excited to see what, you know, what we have coming there for the future. That's so exciting, man. Like uh, for people that go and play Fortnite, the beautiful thing about it is there's always something new that you can go do and interact with, whether it's new skins, whether it's new maps, whether it's new uh, opportunities to play with, you know, your favorite athlete or, or just ways to connect. Cause earlier you're talking about storytelling and, and connection. And there's a lot of exciting things that can happen in 2024. And, and first I want to pose this over to Henry, you know, what's the next stop for the only force comeback tour? Uh, you know, tours are long, can have a lot going on. Uh, give us a little teaser of, of, of what we can expect. 
Hello again, Web3 Curious listeners. If you're tuning into our podcast, we'd love for you to connect with us on our social media channels. Let us know what aspects of the show you love and what or who you're eager to hear more about. Your insights help us refine the show and bring you the topics and guests that matter most to you. Thanks for sticking with us. Back to the episode. Back next. Um, definitely going more in on Fortnite. I mean, that's that's a big part of it. I think growing our IP and getting a bigger audience through Fortnite, especially with the ecosystem growing and they're going to allow you to do more and more. I'm looking forward to this year, like um, <laughs> like our partner, like Juju walking into a comic book store with his family or something and being able to pick up his own comic book and like being able to share it with all the kids out there and start a whole new generation of storytelling and culture and stuff like that. So, so that's actually probably the big milestone for me. Um, and then, yeah, we're, you know, getting ready to do other drops and we have surprises, certain um, uh, different partners that we're talking to that, that we're going to be announcing soon, but really at the end of the day, like, you know, I'm like Juju in the sense that I love anime. I love gaming. Like I feel blessed, you know, I feel like I wake up and, you know, like I was catching up on Jujutsu Kaisen and normally I might feel guilty, like watching stuff when I'm, uh, you know, I'm busy, but I'm like, no, no, no. I have to know what's going on for the culture. You know what I mean? Like I get paid to know what's going on. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that was dope, right? Juju? This se season two was crazy. You oh, know? God, it's insane. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, I don't want to get too much into it. I don't want to be a spoiler, but it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. And also for those, yeah, for those that read manga, do not ruin it. People who read <laughs> manga, they read so far ahead. They know what's going on before the anime show actually drops. So yeah. that's crazy. So yeah, yeah. And, and all my cousins, like it, we, they all read manga. So, it, and that's like a, another thing. That's another way to actually, you know, with the anime, you know, like now you create mangas and you, you now you got these comics and then you have the video games and it, it's, there's a lot there's a lot into it it's a lot into it dope dope and uh juju before we uh go to the next segment which is gonna be a lot of fun with you um i, I also just wanted to ask you like as you look at the potential of, of web3 gaming what gets you excited um you know moving forward what are the, some of the things you'd like to do next in the space what are some of the other projects or games that you're into outside of um fortnite and what you're doing with oni force just sort of a broader picture on things uh, I mean, with, with Web3 Gaming, I think uh, the, the cool part about it is that, you know, um, Web3 is also making major moves in the media world, uh, also with the gaming, uh, also have hopes, uh, you know, just new audience, you know, uh, I think for me is uh, I'm very, I'm just, just, just now getting into that space. And with that Web3 audience is that, you know, building that up, you know, not just for myself, but, you know, for my fan base, you know, to see what I'm actually doing and getting them involved in that. And this is just, you know, this is just one step towards, you know, major moves that's coming forward. And, you know, being able to, you know, to speak on, you know, edge of NFT, like this is my first time, you know, speaking on a NFT, you know, podcast, which is really cool. So, you know, hopefully I can, you know, get more time than Henry on here because he's always on here, you know, eventually <laughs> later down the line, <laughs> I got a hundred episodes later, I'll, I'll, I'll join again, but uh <laughs> I think I think for me I think for me like I said I think the biggest thing is that you know being in this space and being a, a person who I am and as and as an athlete on this platform, 
you know, when it first started with Web3, when you said everyone was just hopping on, which is NFTs and just hopping on here, just trying to put their face through the door. Uh, I think for myself, it's like, you know, things that I'm very interested in, things that I'm very passionate about. And I want to, you know, show my audience and my fans that, hey, like, this is a space that, you know, I'm getting into and moving forward. That's really exciting, man. Yeah. And, and you know, um, true story, though, Only Force has had an appearance on the show three times. And um, I think we've done over 300 something episodes at this point, 325 or so. Wow. And Henry's been on twice. Only Force has been covered three times. Um, I think that actually is the, the most of any any project. Oh, really? um, nice. Yeah, you, you know, we don't we don't keep track of those stats, but as I reflect on it, um, yeah, because well, I think we, we're guys, all about being the best, so we got to put our foot on the gas pedal and and do some yes. more episodes together. But also too, <laughs> I think also too, it helps out with the consistency of hey, what's going on now? Like, yeah, this is the yeah. third time you guys had you know only for a song where we're covering. The second time you have Henry on, the first time you had me on, and it just be to see. It'll be really cool to see, like, okay, like episodes later, let's tap in, let's check in with Juju and Henry, let's check in with Only Force, like what's going on now versus what what, what just had, uh, what's happening now. So uh, I, I, yeah, I love really that cool. you're already sliding into our DMs and, and working on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to answer my way now. You're welcome back, my friend. Um, you know, it would be an honor to to check in with you um, as this year progresses. I think it's going to be a really exciting year for Web three and for gaming, and um, you know, honored to have you in the space. And and this has been you know been great getting to know you. We're actually going to get to know you a little bit better now with one of our special, um, you know, uh, OG segments on the show called Edge Quick Hitters. So uh, this segment is all about, um, you know, a fun, quick way to get to know you a little better. There's going to be 10 questions and we're looking for a short, single or few word response, but feel free to expand if you get the urge. And um, Henry, you've already played this game. So so maybe we, we, we run through this. Juju. Juju and, yeah. Um, yeah, it's and, all Juju. I'm, and uh, I'm, go for that. You, you offer it, Juju? I'm down. I'm down. Let's go. NFTLA returns as an inclusive week of community events throughout LA, celebrating the outer edge of innovation. Builders be building. There's so much energy colliding around gaming, AI, generative art, the metaverse, decentralized social, and the future of entertainment. If you want to be in the mix, including the official free NFTLA celebration, visit outeredge.live to subscribe for your updates in RSVP. All right. Juju, what is the first thing you remember ever purchasing in your life? It was a Hershey bar. I had I had a I had a I had like two dollars and I got chocolate. It was like a Hershey bar when I was a kid. Oh man, nice. it was a, yeah Hershey bar almonds. I I hope you've uh, upgraded your your chocolate taste to some higher quality chocolate now. At this point, um, you know what? that's a, that's classic, dude. Hershey almonds that never goes I mean, out of Are recess? Are recess? <laughs> <laughs> I love Hershey bars too, but now I'm like into Hue chocolate and you know some of the like organic. I want my organic cacao beans and all that good okay, stuff. Okay, okay, oh, okay. So you, you like dark chocolate too, huh? Yeah, yeah, but but chocolate's great, man. Chocolate's like a superfood. You know, it's powerful stuff. It is. Um, it is. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Uh, what is the first thing you remember ever selling in your life? 
Bro, it's so funny. It, it, so when I was a kid, uh, I was at this, we had a house at an ice cream truck and he gave me like a box of chocolate. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'm not gonna eat all this chocolate. So I literally would go around my neighborhood and sell them for a dollar. And I, and I even went back to that same ice cream truck and tried to sell him a, a bag of chocolate back to him for a dollar. He actually bought it. And it's so funny, but I'm, that's the way I made money. That's, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. So you're not actually the first guest that's arbitraged, um, you know, candy. We had this one person, I, I don't remember who it was, that bought chocolate wholesale with their uncle and then sold it retail to their sister. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though that's 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 in the house that's in-house family too that he's doing that too <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and funny enough like some my my first sale when i when i did this way back when was also selling candy selling chocolate so i don't know yeah. man it's, it's something it's something about <laughs> getting somehow after that. when you're a kid it is something that like other kids would want those type of things right right oh most definitely man all right so let's jump into this next one which is what is the most recent thing you purchased um, the most recent thing I purchased, um, uh, I would say like my outfits for game day. So like, uh, so they, so we have 18 games. So my outfits come every like nine, I would say nine weeks. So just recently, um, I had made a purchase for like the past, like nine outfits that I had for this, this past game. Nice. nice. So they, make you, they, they don't make you wear suits, or do they, when you're not playing? So you had to wear suits on away games. Home games, you can pretty much wear whatever. Um, but, yeah, Bill's very, very, like, particular, like, suits, nice shoes, uh, collar. It, it, he, he's very, very serious about that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's not, not a bad reason. It's not, it's not a bad look. It's not a bad look, actually. It's not a bad look, you know, and those are clothes you can sort of put to use outside of the, the games, too. So, you know, he's just helping you load up your closet, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, for sure. And on the flip side of that, what's the most recent thing that you've sold? Yeah, that's a good question, actually. And you guys got me with that one. I'm stuck. You're, yeah, I don't have it. I, I don't I, I can't tell you that I sell anything right now. It's all right. Um, it tells us a lot about you that, um, you know, you, you treasure treasure your uh, possessions. Um, and speaking of which, what is your, your most prized possession? My most prized possession right now, I'll probably say my Super Bowl ring. Yeah. 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 Hard to compete yeah. with that one. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, it, it's not just the season. It's, it's, it's everything that led up to that moment, right? Yeah, man, it's crazy. Uh, fun fact: so my Super Bowls were going for like crazy expensive tickets, like, and um, I was able to get all my family there. So I probably, I probably, I spent six figures on tickets, let alone for the Super Bowl. And after this, after the game, I ran into the stands and I crawled, like I ran, crawled up the stands to hug my mom and. All my 50 family members are all there, and it like those are moments I'll never get back. You know, let alone to go to the Super Bowl and let alone to win it. As a you know, that's what I dreamed up as a kid. It's so hard to get there back, and I think I'm very very blessed, you know, to experience that. That's so cool that that your whole tribe got to um, experience that yeah. with you yeah. too. But also um, kudos to you for making that happen. Uh, you know, 
uh, it, it takes a lot to realize, you know, who helped to get you there and, and to want to share yes. that moment with them. So I want to give you a shout out for, for making that happen for the fam. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, man. Can't forget the day ones. Absolutely. I love that. Um, if you could buy anything in the world, digital, physical service or experience that's currently for sale, what would it be? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, honestly, I'll buy an island. I will buy an island off of probably like off by Hawaii, like a like a small little island, and I would just build on it, and I would just build like a like a good little little town. Nice with a with like I'm I'm envisioning this giant esports stadium in the middle of the town. Oh, big esports, very very animated, everything, Web three, NFT, everything you guys need to be there. (laughs) You know, I'm kind of also envisioning like back when like it was COVID times and UFC was like, you know what, we're gonna go get our own island and just do everything anyway. But like esports and everything you got going, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what it would be like. I want to go. Yeah, sign me up. Uh, if you could pass on one of your personality traits to the next generation, what would it be? Oh, definitely my spontaneousness. I'm very spontaneous. And when I say that, uh, um, or to do even my creativeness, like super creative. I would say, I would just say, I had to say two traits. So being very spontaneous and is my creativeness of, you know, how I think. I like that. I actually want to lean into spontaneity again because I don't think we've heard that before. What What about being spontaneous? Do you think is is important for the next generation? I think a lot of times I feel like you know you just gotta enjoy life uh, to the fullest and being able to you know if you're in in a way to making a decision whether you should do it yes or no. Like I think if you thought about even doing it, you might as well just go ahead and just do it and. Everything after that just comes back. You obviously, you know, you look at the pros and cons, but I think a lot of times, like for for my situation, like um, I had like a four day weekend and I was like, you know, I'm gonna just go see the soccer game, uh, Champions League, Liverpool versus Real Madrid. And I just went and dude. I'm jealous. Best oh my God. Tell life. me about it. Oh, that's on my bucket bro. list. <laughs> I, and it was so cool, bro. Like I got to experience like seeing Vinny and like, they, like soccer overseas was just unreal. Um, it's so funny. So this week I'm going to Milan to go watch uh, AC Roma versus AC Milan. Uh, That'll be fun. Match, which is a really cool. So I, um, I putting yourself out there more. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I, I, I asked chat GPT, what is, one word for the combination of spontaneity and creativity because i was trying to figure it out you know and in um it said serendipity so i would say (laughs) like serendipitous i guess is is a good sort of adjective to describe your style so thanks chat gpt for the help there my serendipitous basically yeah i'll pass it on to the next generation for sure awesome well on the flip side of it um if you could eliminate one of your personality traits for the next generation what would it be Ah, dude. Uh, I don't have one. I mean, I just, well, give me an example. Like, what, what would you guys do? Uh, I, th- I think I, um, you know, I, I, I sometimes I care too much about about okay. the the outcome and not the journey. 
I'd say okay. that's okay. And for me, uh, I think I said impatience. Sometimes I can get, you know, a little too impatient. And sometimes I just need to let time and things develop a little bit more before I try to act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. So I'll say for me, I would say <laughs> procrastinating. <laughs> I'll probably, I like to, I feel like I procrastinate because I'm in the crunch time. I feel like I can just get it done. But if I do actually do it from the start, like from like the earlier of the week, then it'll be way better than me doing it in two hours. So yeah, for sure. Procrastinating as a trait. Yeah. It's 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 a common one. We all deal with that one. I appreciate yeah. where it comes from. Um, so Juju, what did you do just before joining us on the podcast? Just right now, like right before I got. Yeah. Uh, so last so few hours. Okay, so I was I was a little you know eating breakfast. <laughs> nice. What what do we got there? You got some OJ and what else? Yeah, so I got some OJ and then I had a I had some eggs and bacon and I had some little toast bread. Uh, right before I got on, so you know, I'm full, I'm happy, I'm you know, feeling good. So, yeah, there you go. Um, and what are you gonna do next after the podcast? Oh, so after the podcast, uh, all my family's here from the from the east or from the west coast, uh, and it snowed like I'll probably say like 10 inches of snow. So, we're, we're gonna go outside and have a snowball fight. Oh man, I love that. So, you're yeah, you're, you're 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 in New England right now, yeah, I'm in Boston. Oh, cool. So my mom, uh, my mom still lives in, in Boston. She's on the North Shore in, in Peabody, Mass. So. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Dude, yeah. You, 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 you got to ask her about the snow. It was crazy. I don't know if it snowed up there, but like it's, it's like, it's a good like 10 inches of snow, man. Like crazy. I'll check in with her. She did not mention that. She was asking me for like good movies on Netflix. Now I guess I know why. <laughs> <laughs> got nowhere to go. Uh, well, we actually, uh, we always like to finish with a couple of fun bonus questions, uh, well, a bonus question, but you know, special guests, we get two. uh, yeah. Josh, I'm gonna let you ask one of them, but I want to ask this first one because I'm very curious because I'm an anime fan myself. What is your favorite anime of all time? Oh, dude, you did not just ask me that question. One anime of all time. I, I got to go with Naruto, bro. Uh, Fair enough. That's my number yeah, that's two, man. Like I, I'm a hardcore Dragon Ball Z guy. Uh, but but Naruto yes. is, is, my, oh, is, is my number two. I, I love that. I love that, bro. Because growing up, I watched Dragon Ball Z with my dad. And that's kind of how we first built our connection. And then when I when I finally got into Naruto, uh, and Naruto was one of those things like, hey, all my coaches like, you should watch it, you should watch it. And I'm like, uh, that's kind of too long. And I started watching it. And I fell in love with that character and like his character building of his background and everyone's story, storytelling, each each character is has great storytelling on who they are, why they are, and for sure, for sure, the best. Yeah, my my uh, my best man slash best friend uh, also is a hardcore Naruto guy. So like, I'm gonna share this with him. He's gonna be like, yes, yeah, yeah it's the best <laughs> man. Oh. Henry, we haven't asked you that question. You want to jump in, man? Do you ha you have something on on the top of your head for that answer? Uh, actually, honestly, same answer. I, I really love Naruto. Uh, just something about the character. I mean, I grew up on Dragon Ball Z as well, but um, something about Naruto's character—the fact that he's that true underdog. Um, also, the way they reveal the backstories, like Hitachi or something like that. Like it's yes. like, uh, it's like 
they they set you one direction and then they like set you up to have this whole emotional payoff and uh it's it's really good i also love avatar last airbender to be honest i know it's not like it's kind of western anime or whatever but uh it is uh, one of the one of the beginnings of oh dude yeah that's like a gateway drug for anime almost and uh <laughs> but uh uh so definitely Naruto. i saw jenny's asking about baruto i gotta tell you a funny story about baruto is i haven't seen it yet and i might not uh anytime soon because <laughs> i was uh i was in an uber once with this dude and we started talking about anime and then he starts talking about baruto and like tells the whole story like spoils the whole <laughs> thing right for like 30 minutes like tells the whole story he's like oh i don't know why blah 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 and then and i'm just sitting there you know it's kind of like a train wreck where it's like i he started and then i just for some reason didn't stop him and then after he spoiled the entire story for me i'm super quiet and then he pauses he goes oh you haven't seen it yet have you and i was like no <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's the worst. That's why with Jujutsu Kaisen, I had to catch up on season two because I was like, dude, this thing is so hot. I gotta, I'm like avoiding, I'm like ducking social media posts. Like I'll see something on Instagram and I gotta scroll past real quick because I'm not trying to get it spoiled, you know? That could, I mean, that type of person in your life uh all the time that could create some bad juju you know what i mean like that's 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 we got the good juju on our side we got to keep the bad juju out i'm just thinking like like if i i'm fortunate i don't have like a uh like a a spoiler in in my life because because that's so fun you gotta you gotta actually have a chance to enjoy these things on your own you know yeah so my in, in my in my household like everyone watches anime so and we hop on Discord and like one person brings up something like, whoa, whoa, whoa like you have to stay up to date or else you're left behind or, or, or yeah. it will get spoiled because people are just <laughs> like, they just want to ruin, they just want to ruin your day. So definitely got to stay on top of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, we'll, we'll, we'll just uh, end there just for the sake of time on, on that segment. And um, we got one more segment, gents, before we let you guys go and, and, you know, carry on with a snowball fight. Um, I would want to be on your team for sure. Um, but um, we have this segment called Hot Topics, and we just want to cover some of the latest things going on in the industry. All right. So this one seems uh, very uh, apropos for the conversation today. Um, the blockchain gaming industry to exceed over $600 billion of value by 2030. Let's go. So um, basically, this is a, an article uh, from Fortune Business Insights uh, revealed in a comprehensive report. Uh, the current value is $154.46 billion in 2023. So we're talking about a 4x increase, annual growth rate of nearly 22%. The report identifies the demand for enhanced gaming experiences, the rise of decentralized gaming as key drivers, major topic of conversation today. The integration of NFTs and cryptocurrencies introduces ownership and value reshaping the gaming landscape. Um, while the revolution, uh, regulatory frameworks pose some challenges, the industry's global expansion is anticipated, particularly in Europe and Asia Pacific, um, obviously, um, we know about sort of the deep gaming roots in the Asia Pacific region. So, um, any thoughts on this uh, this topic, guys? 
Uh, I mean, other than I'm looking forward to Web3 Gaming growing, that's that's exciting. I think uh, being early right now doing these things is is really important so that we could be in the right position for the future, you know? Yeah, I, I just I just pick it off of Henry. I think that helps us, you know, towards what we're moving towards. Uh, I mean, those are some crazy numbers. Uh, and, and you know, you said 2020 or 2030, you said? Um, yeah, so that's like what six six years from now, right? Yeah, it's like six years from now, and, and dude, time doesn't stop for anybody, and it's gonna be like this before you know it. So, I mean, the fact that you know we're talking about this, we're working ahead towards that, um, it's gonna help us out a lot in the future. Yeah, I mean, I just see where gaming in general, just gaming in general, is becoming one of the largest growth opportunities for any industry out there because all of our generation basically have grown up playing games, like whether it's been like the first Ataris that come out to PlayStation to like now we're at PS5 to now, you know, we have VR and everything else. And like the next generations that are coming in are coming out the gates, knowing how to play games. So like, it's only going to continue to get bigger and bigger as more people are getting more involved in this space. And so, you know, I know that they're saying like a Forex from here, but like, I think it could be even bigger. Um, I think people are kind of underestimating like how large, the gaming industry truly is going to be it's it's truly large man like uh you know my siblings you know they're, they're not playing ps5 somewhere they're not playing xbox they're going straight to pcs they're going straight to computer at the age of you know seven eight years old and playing mouse and keyboard like it and that's the fastest way to you know when you dominate in games like kids who are on mouse and keyboards are so much more far in advance than kids on the controller um just the response rate is just faster uh you, you, now you see nowadays like kids are going to school kids are getting scholarships for gaming and and kids are going to get start getting scholarships for for coding at a young age and 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 when you get into that realm of you know later down the line like that's they're going to be so more far in advance and you know richard what you're saying like with gaming it's everyone can relate to it in somehow some way and it's all ages and it's so easy access. You know, when you have it at your home base, when you have it in a comfortable room at your leisure, um, it, it's crazy. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, guys, um, I can't thank you both enough for making the time to, to hang and, and catch us up on everything going on in the, in the only first world. Um, super excited to uh, keep track of everything and um, you know, about what, what you guys have already done together and what's to come. Where can our listeners go to keep tabs on what you're up to in the space? Uh, Juju, what's your Twitter? Uh, Twitter is just Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, every every other handle is just at Juju. There you go. And um, Henry, if people want to dive deeper into Oni Force, where do you, where should they go? Needed. Uh, yeah, it's the same. Oni Force, just at Oni Force. I think by the way, your Twitter is actually Team Juju. By the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's but, Team uh, Juju. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you could type in his name, obviously, it'll, it'll, they'll find him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, so you could follow us at Oni Force or Starlordy FTW for me. Um, definitely, we're going to be making a lot more uh, announcements soon. So uh, stay tuned. Um, especially with Juju, we've got really big things planned and really excited for it. So very, very appreciative for having us on. It's our pleasure. So we have reached the outer limit at the edge of NFT for today. Thanks for exploring with us. We've got space for more adventures on the Starship. So invite your friends or recruit some cool strangers. They'll make this journey all so much better. 
pal, go to Spotify or iTunes right now, rate us and say something awesome. Then go to edgeofnft.com to dive further down the rabbit hole. Subscribe to our newsletter for the latest shows, contests, and more Web3 updates. Look us up on all major socials by typing at Edge of NFT with no spaces and start a fun conversation with us online. Lastly, be sure to tune in next time for more great NFT content. Thanks again for sharing this time with us today. The views and opinions expressed on Edge of NFT reflect solely those views and opinions of the show hosts and its guests. Please make sure to do your own research. Our show is not financial advice. You understand that you are using any and all information available on or through this podcast at your own risk. Whenever making financial decisions, we recommend doing your own research and talking to your accountant for financial advice. From time to time, we may feature sponsored content on the show for which we receive value, and we may share links for which we receive a commission if you make a purchase through one of those links. Refer to our website, www.edgeofnft.com, for our full disclaimer, terms and conditions, and privacy policy.